You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Bright and early morning down here at our... I don't know, this, this, last, this last three or four episodes has been like... This place has been the uh, the official, unofficial podcast room. Down at Eote Coffee, as always, best coffee in Oklahoma City, in Oklahoma. Fact. Pretty much everywhere. If you haven't tried it, you need to. Um, it's life. Basically, it's life. Uh, Todd, if you're listening, really appreciate you having us down here. So, um, Patty is on the podcast again. Hello there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Irish Paddy. We've had Paddy on before. Uh, he's Director of Operations at The Energy. Uh, if you want to listen to his backstory, uh, it's uh, the most recent Energy podcast with uh, Coach Steve Cook and Paddy as Director of Operations. That's a few podcasts back. But uh, today, we're going to jump into Paddy's like pra- passion project. Wow, that's a mouthful. Paddy's passion project. Um you know, uh, Paddy has kind of started this this thing, which we're going to get into today, and that kind of launched with him running the full marathon. Great job, by the way. You smashed that. <laughs> you were done after it. But um, yeah, everybody, welcome to the podcast, Paddy Farrell. Padrick Farrell, Podrick Farrell. How do you say your name? Porrick. Porrick. Yeah. <laughs> Just on, really know this like of all people. Times. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, yeah. Appreciate your time. Let's uh, let's, be here. let's dive into it. So go on, get loaded. Chasing greatness. Ask away. It's, what is it? Uh, chasing greatness is just is just a catchphrase more than anything. Um, of your pursuit of going after things that you want to do um, and achieve, and uh, then eventually turned into this sort of brand, if you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, where I made T-shirts that say CG and they're kind of fashionable and I thought they were cool. Um, so that's really just where it started. But then it was, it's also, it's almost just like a, uh, a spreading of a message to people of, you know, um, what you stand for in a life philosophy and like what you're trying to do and whatever it is you're trying to do that you chase it to your kind of fullest extent. So that's really what it is. Yeah. More of a lifestyle, a lifestyle brand, than an lifestyle, actual, like, clo- yeah. yeah. If you want a, yeah. a lifestyle more than anything else. Yeah. So that was, and you know, you've been in the soccer space, yeah, football space. For yeah. everyone listening, that's my mum and dad back home. Uh, you know, you've grown up in that, and that's been your space forever. So yeah. this is obviously geared around starting, kind of geared around the the fitness space, I guess, and the football space. Um, space. Yeah, I mean, it, it started with with myself. It became like this phrase of chase greatness was like something I would if you want to call it mentality adopted maybe towards a college time period of my life, mm-hmm. um, which isn't that long ago. And, uh, and it was in the pursuit of being a player, a uh, professional player. And then after that, it just kind of just as my passions changed. Yeah. So did my, uh, you know, my pursuit and, uh, and it just kind of continued. And now like I'm surrounded by people who've chased their passions, uh, and achieved yeah. uh, a, a really good level, either playing football or coaching football or, or um, or working in football and they're really good at it and you know I interact with people across the country and sometimes across the world and um, and obviously top professional players and these are 
the people that I'm around all the time yeah. that it's it's really like this bubble of people who've really gone after the things that they want. So it's pretty cool. It right. just kind of came out of it as well. Yeah. And it hasn't always been like that, right? Because I mean, as everybody kind of goes up and down through their careers, they got, you know, peaks and troughs, mm-hmm. you know, they're motivated, they're not, they lose yeah. weight, they gain weight. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've known you for a couple of years now and I kind of, I've definitely seen a change in that, in you, right? Because yeah. I think at the when we met, you were kind of just like, probably you were busy, you yeah. slammed at work, yeah. you're not working out, you're not running around, Correct. you know, you're just like, what am I doing, right? Yeah. And now, you know, you've kind of just you know embodied this chasing greatness and you run a full marathon, which yeah. I would have never said you were going <laughs> to do two years ago. Uh, you know, you're in great shape, you seem really happy, yeah. you're a different person, yeah. right? Um, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a diff- maybe a different person. Uh, actually I find myself more lazy now than I think it was before. <laughs> because you work out in yeah, the morning. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess a year ago when I got this job, uh, I was kind of, I mean, I, I guess the story really starts, um, probably closer to almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was living in New Mexico. I was working with a PDL club. I was the assistant coach, really enjoyed it, really enjoyed working with older age players um, and college players. And um, and then I wound up leaving New Mexico uh, and went to New York Red Bulls and I was working with their community programs and whatnot and coaching, uh, which is cool, but it's not where my real passion wasn't in coaching youth players. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it, don't get me wrong. Uh, but at that time I, I, I was on the, the real high end buzz of uh, coaching older age players. so. I wound up applying for a lot of jobs within the college world and within the um, the PDL aspect. I actually applied to be the head coach of the team that I was the assistant coach at, and I wound up not getting it. And then I was living in Pennsylvania. I didn't really want to live there anymore. Um, and that was probably you know a low point uh, again because it was I was not doing what I really ultimately want to do and mm-hmm. wanted to be passionate about. So then I left uh, Pennsylvania. Um, and I just went, you know, I'm just going to, I moved to Phoenix. Uh, I moved in with my best friend. I missed the Southwest so much because I just loved it when I was there from yeah. New Mexico. Uh, I love the weather. I love the mountains. I love, you know, how it is. So then I um, I wound up in Phoenix. I was there for about two months. Um, in the last two weeks I was there, I finally landed a job. So I was pretty much just jobless, living on my friends in my friend's house uh, for he's he charging me like 200 bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, so I only paid two months rent. So I was doing pretty well. Um, and, you know, I was just not in a good space. Um, and then I wound up getting a phone call from Steve to come for this job. Uh, and I took it and, you know, as when I got here, it was just like, I didn't really know the complete aspect of the job. So I was just like always busy and, mm-hmm. and whatnot and, um, wasn't taking care of myself and, but I was working really hard and, uh, within my career itself. And, uh, I was learning a lot and I was in a lot of conversations that, you know, in professional football, you wouldn't have been around unless you were in professional football. Um, and, and this is conversation I had with a really good friend and mentor of mine where, you know, it's youth soccer is very different than college soccer and college soccer is very different than PDL and PDL is very different than professional soccer. But until you're in those realms, you'll never actually know the conversations that go on and what happens and what really goes on behind the scenes, uh, which is, where I was at, where I was like, I need to be in that world so I can understand and grasp it a lot more and, and learn a lot more. Yeah, and grow. Um, exactly, and yeah. grow individually because, you know, I don't want to say I thought could, I don't want to say I thought working in Utah was easy or, or, or whatnot because it's not easy. Um, but 
if you're not ultimately passionate about learning from it every each and every day, then it's it's not the right place for you or or anything. Um, you know, if you if you want to if coaching or if teaching a college level course and and bringing out the passions of college people so that they can progress is is really your thing, mm-hmm. and you're teaching fifth grade. English, you're not going to really enjoy it as much, you know? So right. that was kind of the same for me. I just love, I love being around driven and passionate people and, and in professional soccer and professional sports and, and the highest levels of anything. That's where you find it. So that's where, I, that's the world I want to live in. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, yeah, I was like unfit and whatnot and I didn't really care to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was still working hard. I was enjoying what I was doing. I mean, we're traveling around the country and meet new people. I'm in professional football, I'm in these great stadiums and like whatnot. And I just kind of let the fitness thing go yeah. to the wayside. And, uh, and then, uh, after the season, I kind of really evaluated, you know, the last year and, um, and you know, where I was and w- where did I want to go with what I was doing? Um, you know, what it was, I really enjoying what didn't I enjoy so much? Um, as I think everybody should do. And, and it usually happens around the new year's time period. Right. So, of course, yeah. um, so it was, it was Christmas or Christmas Eve. It was uh, New Year's Eve. Um, I didn't really get up too much, and you know I'm at home, and I was like, you know what, what, what is it that I really want to do in the the next year? Um, you know, and 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 I've always been someone who said I want to try and learn or do something new every single year. Right. Um, and so I'm laying there, and I just went, you know, I think what if I what if I went after everything I wanted and did not count the costs? So just like if something came up and I just went, I'd love to do that. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Um, so that, that kind of just became my pursuit of, you want to say like 2019 Yeah. was just do things that, uh, that I really want to do, not count the costs. And I think on January 2nd, I got off, I got the opportunity to enter into one of our office, uh, emails or whatever it was to get a free entry into the Oklahoma City Marathon. It could be the marathon, half marathon, 5K, yeah, whatever yeah, you wanted yeah. to do. So I went, you know what? I'm Still gonna do buzzed. It. I was You're like, going. I'm, I'm going to do the marathon. Yeah. I was like, it was like two days into the new year. Mm-hmm. It was January 2nd. I think it was January You're in 2nd. that sweet spot. You're like, come back down now. Exactly. Two days it was in. like, the, I yeah. just asked the, the universe to give me this yesterday. So yeah. uh, now's the opportunity. And I, and, I, and before, I always said I would run a marathon. Like when I was like in shape, I was right. like, I'd definitely run a marathon. Yeah. Um, so January, January 2nd, I started training and let me tell you, I got about a half a mile and <laughs> I was with one of the lads on the team, uh, it was Drew Becky and I can only imagine he was just like, there's no chance there's this lad's no running chance. a marathon. Yeah. Cause then, In fairness, I thought of myself, there's no chance I'm running oh, a marathon. Oh yeah. And I've like, I mean, I run the half the last two years and I didn't train nowhere near as much this year as I did last year, yeah. but I somehow beat my time somehow. I, it's just a no mental idea. thing. It's, it is. You're right. It mental. is. But like, you know, when you go for that first run and people listening will understand, you know, they're like, I used to run, you know, in high school, I used yeah. to play soccer, or I used to play football or whatever it is. And you go for that first run and you start off, you're a hundred yards in, you're like, I got this. And yeah. you make that first turn at like half a mile and you're yeah. just like, I am spent. I'm <laughs> done. I have no energy. That's, a, that's how I felt on Monday because oh, I haven't run in two weeks. Yeah. Last, last Sunday, I ran for the first <sighs> time like, in two weeks. That's how I felt. What am I doing? Yeah. Um, but like I said, you just start, right? If you can yeah. do a mile a day, yeah. you, know, you run a mile and then the next day you're like, okay, let me do a mile in a bit. And yeah. you just keep going. And then, because, you know, following your training, I mean, the weather in January, February, March was oh, horrific. Was miserable. You know? But, well, lucky enough, in, in February, we were in Tucson for like two well, weeks. Oh, there we go. So that helped. Yeah, that definitely helped. But, I mean, we were, you, were, you were out there every day, you know, regardless yeah. how bad the weather was, yeah. ice storm or not, you yeah. know, you're out there with Drew 
sad sad drew was because you know drag drew along but yeah, you know, like you're drew out there running on, around yeah <laughs> um but this whole like the whole chasing greatness thing like i said you've been doing it in other areas yeah you know it's just now it was just the fitness time right? yeah it just it just became a, a new focus um you know i had a really interesting chat with steve uh and steve is the, the head coach of the energy Steve yeah. book um is obviously just a massive mentor. He's like he's like a second dad to me at times. Yeah. Um, we had a really good chat after I ran the marathon. It was the, the next day we sat down, we had a cup of coffee, and he was like, you know, like, what's this going to lead to? And uh, I was just like, I don't know. And Look out, just, Mo Farah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, what, 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 what are you going to use this to propel you forward? And I was just like, honestly, like, I know myself, and uh, like when I have a goal, the, the one thing that I've never doubted about myself is that like when I say I'm going to do something, I will do it yeah. like, and, and that's it. Like I'm going to do it. Um, I have this, this, what I, I think it is everybody should, has it, but like, I just have this inability or this ability to just go, I'm doing it. Like, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think about it. I just go, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure it out. Um, I'll say yes before I know how, like that sort um, See, I, I'm like that, but yeah. I never do it. Oh. I don't figure it out, and I get picked. I go I on get to a buzz something on next. It, so. Yeah, I, I, I go on to something. Ne- I go on to something else, or something yeah. else pops up. Something else catches my eye. It drives my wife nuts. Um, <laughs> like a squirrel. Yeah, like I. Yeah, I'm exactly like <laughs> it's that. A shiny like, light. Like, oh, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. And I'm three weeks in, and I'm just like, you know what? Like something. This is not what I thought it was. Well, about three weeks in, I was yeah. just like. <laughs> It wasn't that I wasn't going to do it. About three weeks in, I went, why am I doing this? Like, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. Like, um, and then, yeah, so. So you met with Steve. I, I met with Steve after, yeah. the day after I ran the marathon. And uh, he was like, you know, what is this going to lead to? And I was like, honestly, my only concern now is, like, you know, helping this team and club get as far as we can. Um, he was like, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, you, you, you've already said that plenty of times that you want to do that. He's like, but what are you going to use this to propel you forward on? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, you know, you have these these goals of what you want to be and, you know, who you want to be. Do you, do you think this kind of ties into it as yeah. far as, like, looking the part and being the part and that sort? And I said, yeah. I mean, I get that um, aspect. But I think I've always been one that's always, you know, judge me on the work. Don't judge me on anything other than, don't judge me on my clothes. Don't judge me on anything else other than the work. If the work's wrong, then tell me about the work. Yeah. But if the work is great and, you know, I'm wearing a terrible pair of shoes like who cares you know um that's who i am so um but that chat like it got me to thinking about you know the the, the world we operate in um and the soccer world specifically and you know you are going to get judged on based on how you look or what you wear or whatnot and if you want to progress to get into those higher levels you have to look apart as well you know right um so that that be, became kind of a motivating factor i'd say to continue being fit if you want to call it that mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it was uh it was cool right so so you, like i said you've gone from like you know you, you start your three weeks in you do your training yeah and the weather sucks yeah. and you're just kind of going through it going through it still living the lifestyle but also living the lifestyle of just not just fitness now you haven't just transitioned like you're still working your ass off yeah you know you're getting ready for the season yeah everyone's training getting ready right kind of season starts january at mid january right yeah, it's like starts january coming in. 22nd right so you know you've gone from a year previous to this would be like i work all day and i go home and that's it whereas now it's like I either work out with the boys somehow in the morning when they're training or I work out, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I go to work and then I may sneak a workout in the, in the afternoon. Yeah. As well as building all the infrastructure to 
what Chasing Greatness is yeah. and all the back stuff, right? Yeah. You know, like I'm, we had coffee with um, Chad, right? Was it Chad? Who we talking about logos and stuff. You know, boxes. Oh, Sean, 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 right. Sean, Sean, so that's yeah. right, Sean. Well, you know, we, we're talking about, and, and it's not just about like this lifestyle. It's like, okay, well, what makes this a business? What makes yeah. this like actually yeah. into a brand that's going to stand for something not just oh it's not just a phrase yeah right like the logo t-shirts or the, you know i mean at the time we even talked about the packaging and how you want it delivered yeah. you know like that to this detail right we go into this this chat about that and it, like i said it, it just goes into every level it's not just fitness so it's not just work yeah it goes into the entire lifestyle yeah uh and that's something like i said it's it's i mean you've been going a year, right? Pretty much. So since the start of the year, you've started chasing greatness. Yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're what five it was, months it was in. Around, it was around November, I think. Yeah. Is when I I really started picking it, it up it, again. It, it goes it goes from like after the season where right. you have a lot of downtime where you're yeah. just kind of like thinking, you know, what else can I pursue? What else, what uh -huh. else do I want to do? Um, and this is this isn't just something like short term where it's like oh, I just want to produce as much as I can and like right. get it out there. It's just something like to do. Mm -hmm. um, to spread the message. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had uh, footballers from around the country that I've interacted with at uh, different levels reach out and they're just like, yo, I'm living here now. Could you send me a shirt? I'd, yeah. love, to, I'd love to rep you it. You inspire like, me. Exactly. What are you doing? Well, like, I'd love to I don't think it's lifestyle. me that inspires them. No, no, but it's the phrase that inspires them. They're yeah, like, it's... I've adopted this mentality too. Right. Like, I want to be great at everything I want to, you know? So, and then you create a community exactly. with a common goal. Yeah. And, and like I said, it can be put at anything. It exactly. can be put at being a good dad or whatever yeah. it is. That, it, can be, know, it can literally, literally be, anything. be anything. You just go, you know what? Uh, I'm going to be great at yeah. at whatever it is. And the, it, it could be like, you might have one massive goal in life. And you were like, that is my That's greatness. My, yeah. That's who I want to be. But you can also say that like all the little things that I want to do, I want to do it great. So like, I want to make my bed great, or I want to make mm -hmm. sure um, all my conversations with people are great. Or I want to make sure that people understand like my feelings really well or what, right. like whatever it is. You're just you not half assing yeah, life you're, anymore. You're just, right? you're just yeah. saying that like, you've adopted this. I'm going to do everything to the best of my ability right. at all times. Mm -hmm. um, now, you're never going to. Well, of course, you're going to you're gonna, like, you're gonna do it. You know, you're probably going to do it better than you what you yeah. would have going in. Because you're going to hold yourself accountable. Exactly. Because when, once you adopt the mentality, you just hold yourself accountable yeah. to it. So um, let's talk about the marathon. Yeah. How was it? The marathon itself is great. Yeah. Because um, you killed it for like the first 15, oh, 16 miles. Like I was slaughtering crushing it. Crushing it. I was just like, I was <laughs> like, like yo, this 40, is easy. 50 miles. Yeah, I was like, like, people who struggle through this? Yeah. Like, I was like, geez, like, this is... This isn't that bad. Um, and this is the first one you've ever done. This is, this is the first race I've ever ran. <laughs> like, this isn't even like, this is how outlandish. When, yeah. when, when I said to people, I'm going to run a marathon, yeah. they were like, oh, that's cool. Like, how many other races? I was like, no, I've no. never ran yeah. any other this race in no my life. This is couch to 5K. This is couch yeah, to, this is couch to, to 26.2. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, it was mad. Yeah. To be fair, like... I don't think I appreciated it like myself as much doing it as like other people were like, how the heck this is a huge that? deal. Yeah. I was just like, whatever. Like, but, but again, it goes back to the, to, I know myself, I know who I, who I've been in uh, a playing world and I know yeah. as far as an athlete, um, whereas most people in the state of Oklahoma that I know never knew me as that, you right. know? Um, yeah. So like my parents, when I told my parents, my dad was just like, yeah, that's cool. Cause he knows me. He yeah. knows I could do it if I really wanted to, you know? Right. My mom, I think she was just like, just please like call the ambulance if you need, like <laughs> just survive <laughs> emergency 911. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so it was like the actual marathon itself was cool. Um, and running, it was awesome. You know, it was, it was mm. really cool uh, to 
see the amount of people who are just like out there running it's and a great the, experience. the amount of people who just like line up in the streets and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I can tell you, like, I didn't feel my legs for probably the first eight miles. And I was just like, just running on a high. I tell you what, like there was no point in my training. I felt a runner's eye, not a <laughs> single day in my training that I feel a runner's eye. Yeah. Marathon day I did, which I was kind of happy because I was just like, because the night, the hardest part was the night before because we were playing away. We were playing in Tulsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, helps. Which is a huge game. Yeah, I mean, obviously a big, big yeah. little rivalry match there. Um, so we get back at like midnight. Yeah. By the way, like, have to be down to the race headquarters or whatever, whatever time it was, five or... Right. I don't even know. I think Steve actually wound up bringing me. Uh, I think he had, he picked me up at like 4.45, maybe it was 5.45, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Um, so you really didn't have time to get nervous. You were just yeah. tired, let's go to bed. I literally, legitimately like... I probably am the worst, like, the example of somebody to run a marathon. Yeah. We we had post-match meal at, like, 10.30 p.m. So I didn't eat, like, yeah. before. That was the last meal I had was 10.30 p.m. Last anything I had at 10.30 p.m. And then woke up at, like, I don't even know, maybe 5 a.m. God, I think I think by the time I got home and in bed, it was, like, 1 o'clock. Yeah. And I was just like, well, this is cool. I got to wake up at 26 I'm miles. Run 26 four hours. Four, four hours uh, I'll be at a starting line trying yeah. to run a race. Um, and then I probably made more people nervous. I'm wearing like uh, a random pair of shorts that one of the players gave me. I'm wearing my, my chase yeah, yeah. stop and like they don't match. Like I'm wearing like black socks and like Adidas socks that don't match anything I'm wearing. And I'm just like, I was the most disheveled looking runner I could imagine there. Um, and. Yeah, it was like Yeah. How'd you feel when you were like I mean, kind of you know, you're in you're in the starting line, you're in your corral, you're surrounded by thousands of people yeah. doing the same you know, have which have the same goal. Yeah. Um, you know, completing half a marathon, a five K, a relay, whatever it is. Yeah. For me, like it gives me goosebumps when I'm there. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how cold it is. I mean it could be nine it could be a hundred degrees. I'm still I still have goosebumps. Like yeah. it's just like it's extremely emotional. Yeah. Uh, when I, you know, and like I said, I'm not, I'm only running the half and I say only, but um, what was it like your first time kind of just being there, listening to them talk, like Carrie Watkins talk, the mayor talk, um, you know, and then hearing everyone start. Like, what, yeah. what, is, what was that like for you? Um, I mean, it was cool. I, I, again, it goes back to like, it's almost like the single mentality where I was only concerned about running 26 miles. Yeah. Like I, I was, I ignored like everything else. It's just a competitiveness yeah. within me. Like, so I didn't like, I had said to Danny, um, one of the assistant coaches afterwards, I was just like, you know, I think I like missed the whole marathon <laughs> because like, like the whole thing, like I knew there was people there and like, yeah. and like half the, like the whole team came out and like whatnot. And like, and I'm just, I was just like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the ground running. Right. And like, you know, um, there's an old story. There's a book called The Alchemist. Um, have you ever read it? I haven't. I need oh, to. You need to read it, right? Yeah. So I, I, I quote this book way too many times. But there's, um, there's one part of it where uh, the king is telling the boy a story. And he tells a story of like, this boy goes to, um, I guess, to some king. I'm going to misquote this entire thing, but uh, he's essentially asked the king like about achieving, I think, great things or okay. whatever. And he was just like, um, he's like, okay, well, I want you to tour my entire castle. Yeah. Um, the only thing is you have to 
put this spoon in your mouth and I'm putting a drop of oil on it on the spoon and you can't spill the oil. Yeah. Right. So the boy then walks through the entire castle focusing on the, the drop of oil. And when he gets back, he, took, he spends two hours, he gets back yeah. to the king and he's just like, he's like, okay, well I did it. And he was just like, did you see all the gold and the this and the that and the paintings and the floorboards and like, oh my God, it was amazing. Yeah. And the boy missed it all because yeah. he was so focused on the oil drop and not spilling it. Um, and I think that's how I was in the marathon, to be honest, where I just focused on the marathon and I, I, and I blanked everything else out, you know? Yeah. Um, because I think it was just more of, I did it because I wasn't quite sure that I could do it. Mm-hmm. So I was just so focused on doing it. Um, whereas I think like yourself, you've run it before. Yeah. You kind of know you're going to do it. Yeah. You're just embracing everything else around right. it. You like know? the second, my first time I was real nervous. Yeah. I was like, I'm about to run 13 miles. Mm-hmm. I did. I got up to 10 in training yeah. and running on your own in training is, is just pain. The training is way harder than running an actual race. Cause yeah. like I said, you don't have thousands of people screaming yeah, yeah. at you. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you don't, you know, you can kind of fail in, in training and not really worry about it because no one knows. Yeah. Whereas when you're out there and you start walking or whatever it is, if you, you know, your goal is to finish it, or your goal is to do it in a time and you start walking, you know, you've got eyes on you, right? That like, and I, they don't really care, but you know that they're watching. Yeah. Right. So that kind of pushes you. Um, I just, I just, uh, and then the second time I did it, I was like, t- I took a lot of it in this time yeah. and I, I ran a much better race, but, uh, you know, I ran with a friend of mine which my competitiveness kept me with him yeah. because two miles in, I'm like, I can't keep this pace. I'm dying. Yeah. And then I managed to keep it. Yeah. Uh, and it's just mental game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I took a lot more in this year than I did last year. Yeah. So you'll probably do the same next year and you just run the half. I'm assuming next year you might do the full depending <sighs> on what you want to do. I tell you but, what I said, I said that that afternoon, I'm never doing that again, <laughs> but not in like a sense of like, uh, like I hated it. I was just in a, yeah. a, a sense of like, well, I've already done it. Like right. w- what would be the purpose of doing it again? And then about like two days later, I was like, I could do that again. I like, want to beat my was, time. Was, or whatever yeah, yeah, you get yeah. more competitive. Yeah. Because um, it's just a cool, it's a cool it feeling. Is. It's a cool feeling to know like you're doing something. Right. I know not many people will do or, yeah. or maybe capable of doing. Um, do you think now that you've done one and now, like I said, a couple of days later, you can do it again. Do you think that you want to go and do like a Boston or do like no, a London no, no. or just, well, just kind of like, I, kind of go that level or just do the Oklahoma city? One honestly, the next, the next thing I want to do is like a 50 K. So it's like a, 30, like a, a 31 like a ultra marathon, yeah. crazy one. Yeah. I was like, I could do yeah. 50 K or do something where it's like cool scenic, like mountain run. Right. Like I do like a marathon through a mountain. I think that would be sick. That would be you sick. Know? Yeah. Um, would you go like the triathlon route? No, I did triathlons when I was younger. Yeah. Um, there were sprint triathlons, so, uh-huh. uh, you know, it's a couple miles of yeah, each yeah. and barely a swim. Um, I actually won one. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, but I was a swimmer uh, as well as a, as a soccer player, so I could run. I could swim well. Yeah, I don't have And I used swim to cycle part. all the time. Yeah. So, I was so like, it was natural to It you. was just easy. It was like... Yeah. It was just a normal day Three for me. of my favorite sports. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, you, you rolled all this into yeah. one. Um, but... I don't know. I don't. I don't think it would. I, I don't right. enjoy swimming as if much. Work is gonna, if you're going to stay here, and work's going to pay for you to do it every year. I mean, why not? Right? <laughs> Might like, as well run it. Right? Might as well run it. And yeah. even if it's just like, you know, if you go and now that you've done the full, you can go do the full again, or you can do the half, but yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. You know, you can run it in two hours and just be like, I actually took everything in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've like, I've flirted with both. Mm-hmm. The the thing with the, with the half and why I picked the full, I thought the half would be too easy for me. Yeah, but it was. Well, I saw you in training, and you're running ten, fifteen, twenty, yeah. whatever miles in training, 
as if it was nothing, right? And like yeah. you said, you got to 15 miles and you were like, I'm good. Yeah. I, the day, you know? the, the first day when I ran, uh, the first day I ran You know, I did like eight miles, miles or eight, 14 miles or whatever The, it was, the first yeah. time I did 14 miles, I was just like, I, I knew I could run a marathon. Yeah. I was like, this, I, if I can do 14, yeah. and I did at a good Comfortably. pace, I was like, I can run a marathon. Right. Um, yeah, because to, to so really push you to it. do a half, you mean yeah. you've got to sprint it, yeah. right? And really like, I'm going to just, you know, knees yeah. up for, for 12, 13 point whatever it is miles and just yeah. kind of like crawl across the finish line yeah um my but, biggest my biggest like fear said, with, with doing either of them was uh with my biggest fear with doing the full marathon was that i'd run too fast early which you did which right? i did yeah oh, absolutely well, you just get high don't you just yeah. like i'm loving well, like life. When, when uh there was a couple things that happened right so my watch yeah uh was like you're currently at a 726 pace and I went what <laughs> like my my plan was to run like, 9 minutes I'm 9 minutes and right I was like yeah. 7 to, and I was like I'm not even like yeah. this isn't even bad yeah um so then like I I kept trying to slow myself down slow myself down slow myself down right. and eventually I got to like I probably hovered I've never actually looked at like my Your breakdown splits. of it yeah. um I probably hovered somewhere around 8:30 I think mm-hmm. for a good bit um through about 14, 15 miles, I probably started getting up to 8.15. Obviously, I had a few bathroom breaks along the way, so that yeah. obviously affects it. Um, so then I... Uh, um, well, like, so you get, to, you get to 15, right? Yeah. And then, you know, you're, like, up kind of in Nichols Hills area. You make the turn, like, I see the Devon Tower and miles away. How, how, what is it? For? Oh, yeah, that was... You see the Devon Tower, you're up, up, like, near Lake Heffernan, and you're like... I am so so far to go. My legs you, are now you, starting to but hit. But the thing is, like, it, it was, what's that like? I didn't re- like. I didn't realize how close to Devon Tower was at Lake Hefner. First of all, <laughs> I'm thinking when so, when somebody said, "By the way, you touched Lake Hefner," I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that must be like mile seven because it's definitely 11 miles to get back there at least." You know, um, it's not, is it? No, and it, no. so that was it. Was kind of a, like a a bit of a mind blowing thing. Yeah, when it's re- really only like six miles away. And you're just like, how is that only six miles? That is mad. Yeah. Because when you drive it, it takes about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. So you're like, this is only six miles. Yeah. Um, so it was like, but it was around that time. So you get to, you get to like Lake Hefner and then I'm in these neighborhoods I've never been in before. Yeah. And then like you go up this like mini bridge that I've never seen before. You On do Grand. this turn. Yeah. And it's like, I think right around there is like mile 17. Yeah. So I think that's what it is, 17, 18, 19. Uh-huh. Right around 17, 18, 19, I knew I was going to finish. And I was just like, I'm kind of tired. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I just like, ultimately, like, I was like, just I'm like dead. crawling, yeah. just lifting one leg and one leg. Well, that's when yeah. you get to the point of... You're just like shuffling. Yeah. But that's when you get to the point of like, you dig in yeah. mentally, right? I yeah. meant to... Your, your headphones died, right, at the time? Uh, no, so my, they, watch, watch, my died. watch died at mile, like, 21. Okay. So I had no music. So that was the worst thing. Yeah, ever, so like, now I was just, like, I was living in my head going, Yeah. come on, you can do this. Just come one on, just more finish, step. just finish, yeah. just finish. Come on, come on, come on, come on. So for about, I mean, it was a good hour of no music. Like, yeah. I was just, like, that's when I really started to, like, get more of the outside atmosphere. Right. Which I did not need at that point i needed more of like living in my headspace again yeah. you know and just like listening to music yeah uh so that wasn't that wasn't uh that wasn't fun as but. a challenge down to you like because you know like you're, you're 21 miles in you're 20 miles in you're almost there yeah but again you like six miles is a lot right oh, yeah. to anyone six miles is a lot yeah. 
uh, you know, it could be still an hour, like I said, of running. So you have an hour, which it doesn't go by very fast. Yeah. It takes forever. Yeah. Especially when you're half walking. Yeah. Like what, you know, what, what do you go to? Like, I know you go to your mental, you know, go to your head, but you have all these thoughts going through your head. Yeah. Like what kind of kept you going, I guess? Um, to be honest, I kind of, I just knew I was going to finish. So it, it, it became a little different, a different headspace if you want to say I, I to be honest I got more emotional yeah I was just like I was proud of myself for doing it um because like obviously everybody sees the marathon day right yeah and uh and whatnot but if if anybody asks they'll be like you know the wall at mile 18 at mile 19 at mile mm-hmm. 20 and I will tell them absolutely 100% wrong yeah I, I was pretty sore by then and it was like I was almost done yeah to be honest uh, I would never quit because I knew I was going to finish, so it wasn't even a question of not yeah. finishing. Um, but the real wall, I'll tell you, is when you're like, when you're on the road, like, and obviously we're traveling every other week and whatnot. Yeah. We were on the road. We were in Sacramento and Reno, and I hadn't ran in a week. We get to Reno, and it's the day of the match, and I was like, I'll go for a run today. And like, like a, a mile, I'm yeah. just like, that was the wall. I was just like, what? There's no chance of me doing this. Yeah. Because now I was like, I haven't run in a week. We've, we're now in the thick of the season. You're out of the groove. We're, we're just like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to do this. That, yeah. that was the yeah. real wall when yeah. I was just like, can I do this anymore? Like, yeah. how, how was I able to do this amount of miles after a month of training? And now like I'm struggling through one mile here. Right. Um, so that was tough. But then, like, we got back on the uh, the Sunday, and then on the Monday, I wound up running 60 miles. Yeah, and I was just like... Like it was nothing. I said to myself, I'm running 15 miles today, and yeah. I wound up doing 16. Yeah. And, like, in the end, I, w- I was pretty sore. Um, it was probably equivalent to... This is how I felt, because that was the longest I had ever run at that time period. Yeah. It was almost like being really hungover. And not being able to move your legs <laughs> and like and all you want to do is like you're just like you're just in pain yeah you're, it's not even pain like, you're just let like, it end you're just like oh my god like i'm standing yeah. in the shower just going like this is bad i can't move yeah yeah i was just and it was i just don't want to move like i don't want yeah. to feel my legs anymore like because they're like throbbing a bit yeah um but i felt good you know i i did it at a decent pace uh i think through most of it i was under almost under eight minutes yeah. um until like the last like mile and a half, two miles where I was like, I was done. Just running home. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, I was dead. But, uh, but the real, the real wall was we were in Reno on the road. How many weeks was that week. before the marathon? Um, I want to say that was the, that must've been the end of March. Yeah. So like a month. Yeah. You got three or four weeks left. Let me pull this it's up. It's probably hot, right? It's, you're, you're running in the middle of the desert. Out in Reno. No, Reno is cold. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, well that's kind of I guess that helps because running in the heat is painful all my uh, all the dates are yeah. deleted in my calendar so I have no idea um, <laughs> but I think it was, I think it was like the right at the end of March yeah is when we were in yeah it must have been because the season started at the beginning of March so right. it would have been the end of March um, when uh, when this happened and I was just like I was that was the real that this. was a mental barrier that was a physical barrier that was like all the barriers and then when Again, I, I went, I'm running 15 miles on Monday or Tuesday, yeah. whatever day it was. 
and that was after like the long flight home and like all that stuff we get back on the sunday the monday do it yeah like it's just like it. and like you said before it's it's having you know your ability to just say i'm gonna do this mm-hmm. and then doing it without even yeah. thinking just going out and doing it yeah and that translates to everything yeah. in life right because if you sit around and stew and you're like oh should i do this and, you, yeah. and then it mentally it gets harder and harder and harder yeah. because you waited so long and you go and do it and you're two miles in you're just like you know what my leg yeah. hurts or whatever you know whatever oh, kind of like that I felt right? that on the marathon day while I was running I was just like my hamstring hurts yeah. like straight away I was, my hamstring hurts my yeah. calf hurts but it was just thinking of just, things to come up you, you almost want the excuse you yes. do you, I agree yeah, with that your yeah. body and brain are built yeah. to, to be survival mode that's right. all they want to do is survive mm-hmm. so they don't want pain they don't want discomfort it, it, it's, it's 100% true yeah yeah you just have to conquer it you just yeah. have to say i'm not listening like you 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 want the way out but you have to just go ultimately you feel right now you want the way out but you know you don't want the way out because yeah, you want to yeah. do it you know yeah so. i had that i was running with my you know my friend andrew and like yeah. he he his, it was his first time running a half marathon he was running the relay so he ran the first stint of the relay and then just kept going with the half with me yeah and you know when he leaves like he gets to the relay his first drop off mm-hmm. relay point was like mile six yeah right at the and capital at, yeah and at yeah. that point uh, we split and i'm like oh, i got like maybe a minute to chill right because yeah. he's not here i'm yeah. like i can slow down a little bit and i kept going going literally 15 seconds later he's on my shoulder yeah like, oh, shit yeah i'm gonna keep going yeah uh and then i'm like 10 miles in and you know, if you're listening to like your Nike run app or whatever it is, it tells you obviously how far you're going. Yeah. And I got to about mile 11 and it said, you know, 11 miles in, you're at this pace. And I couldn't even see the mile marker for 11 because, yeah. you know, and everyone who's ran knows that it's you run a little bit more than 13. You run a little bit more than the actual race distance because yeah. you're running in and out and all yeah. that stuff. So I just turned it off. Yeah. So I'm like, if I'm that close to the finish, I don't want to know. I don't want to be like, oh, you've completed and you have a mile to go kind of thing. Yeah. Right? That happened to me as well. Yeah. And yeah. I, I hated that because that happened yeah. to me on my first one too. So I turned it off um, and was just like one step at a time. Because at that point, I was like, all the thoughts are going through your head. You're like, just let Andrew run and go. I don't want to stay with him. Yeah. I, just any excuse I can think of. Yeah. I don't want to do this. And then in my head, I'm like, on the other side, you're like, it's two miles. Yeah. Right or it's three miles or whatever it is and then luckily that last mile is like down the hill a little bit which was actually really hard because you're running downhill on sore legs and your shins are starting to hurt yeah um and then you make that corner and you see the finish line and you think it's close yeah so i turned to andrew and was like you're you know you can kick if you want to kick go for it so he started and i tried to keep up with him and we both ran about 50 yards and looked at each other and we're like it's not worth (laughs) it and then you're like you're still four blocks from the finish line yeah uh but you know we like i said you, you finish and like you know and i did kind of get emotional too because I, I looked at my time and i'm like whoa like i just took i took 15 minutes off my yeah, time that's class and i was just like i haven't run this pace ever you know in training i never ran i mean it's not a fast pace but for me i was like geez like and andrew's like oh no big deal like i, I was kind of expected to run it in two hours uh, and i was just like trying to be a man about it not like start crying yeah. <laughs> you know um as well as my legs absolutely really <laughs> like calves are killing me but um no it, it is it is awesome it's totally a mental game and it totally yeah. goes back to the phrase you know chasing greatness yeah um what's next what do you want to take this where do you want to i mean uh, you apply well, it to everything in life but like what yeah. is your dream to to create this movement with the chase greatness yeah, what's next um you know like so what i want i want to start doing is promoting people who also have adopted this lifestyle to get their story out there because it's you know what the the great thing with uh with human is that like we love the common man 
doing great things. We, we there's always a, like people who through genetics or people who just the right situation or whatever do really great things, but it's, yeah. it, it's almost unrelatable for a long purpose, you know? Um, yeah. So, uh, identifying like just the common people who, who live it, you know, I think that's the best thing. Yeah. Um, because that's how I see myself. I'm just a common dude trying to achieve yeah. it, you know? And just having like, you know, it's because I see, I watched this documentary the other day. Um, it's called, uh, the, what is it? It's, it's James Lawrence. He's called the iron cowboy. Yeah. Have you seen that documentary? So he runs 50 Ironmans in, in 50, 50 days, days yeah. in 50 different yeah. states, um, which is insane, yeah. right? And I watched that and I'm just like, this is, this is mad, yeah. right? Like That's just crazy. One Ironman is insane. Yeah. One marathon is insane. Yeah. But doing an, a marathon, what is it? Like, I can't, I can't remember what an Ironman is, but it's like a two-mile swim, a marathon, and then I want to say like, like a 100-mile 100 100 bike, bike yeah. right? So it's he's doing like that, that yeah. in a day. Yeah. 50 days in a row yeah. while traveling state to state like yeah. that's that's nuts that's mad um but you watch it and he just like he was like this normal guy his story is like i'm an, you know he was a normal guy who just one day his wife signed him up to go run you know a marathon or run a 5k yeah and now he goes and he's just like every every year or something he sets himself a new goal and yeah. then he gets to this and he's like what's next you know and now i think he's running i think it's seven iron mans in seven different con continents, continents yeah, yeah which is again chaos yeah um you know, there's always a way to push that. And just I'm just wondering going. how he's going to cycle in Antarctica. Like, just, <laughs> like in the snow. Yeah. Like, does he get, does he just sit on a stationary bike? Does that count? <laughs> well, I, I think I know there's like special bikes for it. Cause I've seen him train and he has bikes that like the handlebars are in mitts. Like he's gloved, like full, yeah. like, like kind of oh. like the, the hand warmers yeah, yeah. that quarterbacks have, yeah. right? Like they just fit on a, on a bike, but it's, again, it's like, that's not easy to, to ride a yeah. hundred miles in the snow. Yeah. But like I said, his story is coming from the common man to do that. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, what you're talking about too is just like finding someone who works nine to five or works a normal, you know, lives a normal life, but like, you know, goes out and changes their life by working yeah. out or, or changes or, or the anything, world. changes the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it goes and do anything like or just by working. About, somebody who's passionate about anything. So like finance does, is, I'm not passionate about finance whatsoever Same. or like yeah. accounting or, or yeah. whatever. I don't know how people are passionate about it, but they are. Right. But like if, if you're passionate about saving a company money yeah, and that's like really what, and you do it and you do it well and mm -hmm. it like you get a buzz off of it, then like that's, that's no different yeah. than me getting a buzz off running 26 miles or this guy getting a buzz off running yeah. 50 different. Yeah. Ironmans. Ironmans in 50 different uh, states. There's no difference. It's the right. same thing. So like, identifying uh, a really good player and bringing him into a club mm -hmm. you get a buzz from or um, having a great conversation with someone you could get a buzz from or getting a sale you could get a buzz from, you yeah. know, whatever it is. And like, but it's just adept, adopting the mentality mm -hmm. that you're just going to be great at whatever it is that you're trying to do. That's, yeah. that's where you're going. So you know? how do people listening get involved? How do they join this movement? What's kind of like you know, I guess the socials, you have a website, yeah, or clothing. Or uh, like, no, I've, I've, I've been working on the website. I haven't yeah. touched the website in, in actually a good bit. I yeah. have a website. I just haven't touched it. I haven't right. promoted it or whatever. I haven't really promoted it as much. I think it's just, uh -huh. I got the initial shirts. Uh, I'm kind of spreading the message more than anything yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah. And eventually once, like I said, this is a long, a long term thing. This is yeah. yeah, exactly. This isn't something where it's like, I just want to do it for a year. Right. You know? And you don't come across as me to someone that like, you, you could not make a penny from this and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. You know, this is just change the world and yeah. change someone's just, life. Like, can somebody else 
if I have an impact on, and right. I inspire one person and yeah. they inspire another person, then mm-hmm. you've inspired two people. Exactly. You've only known one of them though, you yeah, know? So yeah, it's yeah. like, it's more of, there's pe- just the common people who, you know, want to change mm-hmm. and are, and are inspired from either what I do or yeah. what anybody else does. And so you have an Instagram page, right? Yeah. It's, it's just, I, I think just right now, just use like my own, which is pad the lad. Okay. Um, yeah. At pad the lad. Yeah. And then, you know, just, I mean, drop a hashtag chasing greatness yeah. under any of the pictures that you post and yeah. just kind of reach out, become part of the community, part of the movement. If you want, uh, yeah, and if you're you know, if you in want shirt, anything, a shit or whatever, yeah, I guess just, just reach, reach out. out. Um, and then, like I said, if it's, you know, Paddy's a, can be a great mentor. You know, you've done this, right? Even if it's not soccer, football, it could be anything, life. Um, and through, and, you know, if you want to li- reach out to me on podcasting, you can happily reach out. I'll teach you all you need to know. It's really easy, I promise you. Um, <laughs> you know, like it's, I love what you're doing. I love the lifestyle that, you know, the, that you're living and just kind of seeing it's, it's easy. It's, it's easier now for people to see it because it's fitness, yeah. right? Whereas like when you're working, you could be doing this and no one would know because knows. you know, that yeah. four or five people will know that you've kind of been doing this, but with fitnesses, it's unmeasurable. It's easy to yeah. measure it. Right. Cause they see like your lifestyle change. They see yeah. you out running, they see your body change a little bit. Um, so, you know, the fitness is kind of like the easy way to show it off, yeah. right? Um, but like you said, there's other ways to do that. And only the person chasing their own greatness would know the you know, how they exactly. measure it. Um, but yeah, mate, this is awesome. Like, I, I'm pumped for you to see what you're doing. I can't wait to see what's next. Yeah. You can be running like the 100-mile desert Moab something or whatever it is. That's soon. 262. I, th- yeah. I looked that one up as well, don't worry. The crazy one, right? Yeah. yeah. The run through the Moab. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's with David Goggins. You and yeah. Goggins will be doing that one. There's like, uh, you do get a little buzz off doing some like extreme stuff. Yeah. You know? I don't, I don't think it. The thing is like, I don't want to be a marathon runner. I don't want to be a runner. Yeah. That takes dedication. To right. That's you like, that's like, an ultimate thing where you're just yeah. like, I want to be great at this. But you would do like mud runs and other no, crazy. I wouldn't do, you wouldn't no, do no, that. Those stuff? are all dumb to me. No, you no, wouldn't do like a, me. what's the crazy, the Spartan race? No, you wouldn't do that. I think they're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, why, why do I need to <laughs> run under this and jump over the, like, and get shot. I, I want to run. <laughs> like I'm going to run. Yeah. And that's like, I, I'm, I'm very like, Boring. Okay. Like, I'll tell you some what, people who think I'll that's cool. Is thing, that me? I'll tell you one thing that we should do, and I know it's very hard to get in. It's the Land Run 100. It's a it's a gravel cycle race up in Stillwater area, yeah. and you run, uh, you ride 100 miles across like dirt roads through the country. You ride or run? Ride a yeah. bike. Bike. Yeah, you get a mountain bike and you just ride it, and yeah. it's like all day, and it's Land Run. It's the first. I think it's like the first. Sunday in March or last Sunday in March, something like that. Yeah, that would be have, something for us to do. I'd love yeah. to do that. But um, or anyone else that would have done it. That would be a good day out and then yeah. they could cherish your beer after it. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want one after that? But <laughs> mate, this has been amazing. Uh, everybody listening, check out Pad the Lad on Instagram. Um, you know, and just adopt the chasing greatness lifestyle into whatever it is that you want. It could be reading ten pages a night. It could be drinking a gallon of water a day. It could be going out for a ten minute walk. Whatever yeah. it is. Um, you know it'll change change your life a little bit and make you a better person so thanks for listening guys uh pad again mate thanks for the time appreciate it and uh yeah if you uh if you're listening and you want to reach out you can just use the chasing greatness hashtag and reach out to patty see you next week guys catch you later bye thank you for listening we are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. 
For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Durrow.